Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Wolf Sports Show. This is Dave Chapin. This week's show will be brief ahead of the divisional round. So just four matchups, we'll hit all them. You can check out my latest power rankings on wolfsports.com for notes on the teams that were just eliminated last week. And also the coaching cycle. Seems like it's been really slow this year. A little bit of thoughts on that. Also on wolfsports.com, predictions for the 2024 hires. But yeah, again, I'm going to be brief this week. Two matchups each day, Saturday and Sunday, starting with the Ravens and the Texans, Saturday, 4.30. Baltimore, they're concerned with them. They sort of rested in Week 18. Several of their key starters, including quarterback Lamar Jackson. So the hope is that rust is not a factor for them, whereas the Texans basically played in two straight playoff games. Of course, last week, the blowout win over the Browns. Great showing from C.J. Stroud, nearly perfect pass rating. Offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick was dialing up great play calls and dismantled that strong Cleveland defense. But again, the Browns, better defense at home this year. We're lead at home, weren't quite as good on the road. Will be a bigger challenge at Baltimore. These two teams played in week one. Baltimore won by a couple of touchdowns, but it was probably a little closer than that score indicated. Texans scored just nine points. But I thought Stroud looked pretty good, especially for first career start was evading pressure. He was more elusive than Ravens defenders thought he would be probably, and his confidence is sky high now. After winning the AFC South, winning a playoff game, D'Amico Ryan's defense is flying around two pick sixes last week, and aside from that, I believe it was three turn around downs in the second half, so they're red hot. Ravens are nearly 10-point favorites, but again, they were at home last week. Week 18 didn't go all out in terms of who played. And the Texans been fighting the past couple of weeks, so the rust's definitely something to watch as Baltimore looks to have more deep playoff success with Lamar Jackson at quarterback and more of a wide-open offense, and I think that'll help him as it did for most of the season, especially once he got going in the second half. Saturday night, the Packers face the 49ers. Green Bay totally lit up the Cowboys' defense, ending Dallas's winning streak at home. That's going on the past two seasons. They had the right formula the first half, totally dominated the time of possession, controlled the ball, moved the ball, and they were able to build a little lead. From there, it ballooned to 27-7, and the Cowboys much better at playing from ahead. So they're hot. Jordan Love, 21 touchdowns, and just one interception has passed, whatever it is, like 9 or 10 games. Christian Watson might be a little more involved this week after he returned last week with hamstring. Jaden Reed didn't even get a touch last week. Romeo Dobbs, huge game, had some fantastic routes, like 150 yards, a touchdown on six catches, six targets, and they're young and deep and dangerous, and they're also pretty big underdogs, like the other game on Saturday, also nearly 10 points right now. The Niners, at least, they play their starters a little bit, aside from Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, in the regular season finale. It's something Kyle Shanahan believes in, even though he didn't play them fully in that game. At least got some work. I think that's a positive. And a lot of this will be up to their pass rush, I think, get, to get pressure on Love, make him more uncomfortable. Because if they can't pressure him, and this is the case with most defenses, offenses, if they can't get pressure to Love, he's shown he can have big games and play at a high level in Matt Floor's offense. On the Niner side offensively, just tough to stop. I think they're determined after Brock Purdy was injured last year in the playoffs, and I expect them to come out clicking on Saturday night. And then moving to Sunday... First, the Lions host the Buccaneers. We'll start with Tampa. The Eagles were playing 
worse than anyone entering the postseason, maybe worse than anyone in the league you can make a case for. And that continued. Give the Bucks a ton of credit the way they played on both sides of the ball. Baker Mayfield had a strong showing. The defense past few games under Todd Bowles playing on a high level. They have a championship DNA there still. Guys like all-pro Antoine Winfield Jr. at safety. Underrated cornerback group. Devin White and Levante David have become underrated. Well, White's always been, but now both them. A little under the radar. And the defensive line stout and has been stout. Especially after a slower start than normal to the season defensively. They've come on strong. But on the flip side of the lines, you've got to be happy, I guess, unless you're a Rams fan, for Jared Goff. The way he played, the way he's played since arriving in Detroit after unceremoniously being traded away by the Rams, who went on to win a Super Bowl without him. And I think definitely could have won with him still there, too, at quarterback. So to beat the team that traded him away, seal it on a throw to Amon Ross St. Brown. Defense made key stops, even though they gave up big plays and yardage. They tightened up in scoring territory when the Rams were driving. And just a major shout-out to Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, and Golf. That's the foundation of the team, the offensive line they built up. The critics were loud in the offseason during the draft. They laughed at the Jameer Gibbs pick. He's a total game-breaker and looks like a home-run selection. And now playing at home again in front of that crowd might not be quite as crazy, but it went away from the NFC title game. Should be a tough environment for the Bucks to play. And I guess even with the Lions' defensive struggles at times, especially in the secondary, I don't know if it'll get much easier for the Bucks than it was last week against the Eagles. So potentially positive for the Lions as they look to focus and contain the Bucks' offense. And these two teams played in October. It was a 20-6 to win for the Lions, although much different team. Much different offense in Tampa. They've found their groove in the new offensive attack under coordinator Dave Canales and new quarterback Baker Mayfield. And then finally, game of the week, in my opinion, Chiefs-Bills, third time they're playing in the playoffs. Of course, the last time was the division round where the Bills didn't touch the ball in overtime. Gabe Davis had four touchdowns, and Josh Allen played about as well as he could play, and his team still lost. So to criticize his ability to perform in the playoffs is not fair and it's plain stupid but he had four touchdowns last week Allen did three passing one rushing on a 52 yard run the defense we have to keep an eye on linebacker Terrell Bernard suffered an ankle injury thankfully not as bad as it looked at first when he was carted off it's a sprain I think he'll try to push through it but we'll see would be a huge loss in trying to contain Travis Kelsey or she rice over the middle Russell Douglas is good to go thankfully Christian Benford at corner, someone we have to watch. His status after he left last week. And then also Gabe Davis, who I just mentioned. Typically shows up in big games and is an important player on that Bills offense. Dealing with a knee injury. We'll see if he can give it a go against Kansas City. And this one finally comes in Buffalo. Not just the playoffs. The Chiefs have earned home field in the regular season. It seems like they always played Arrowhead. This one comes at Highmark Stadium. I think the defense of the Chiefs can definitely keep them in it. The way they play in the postseason under Steve Spagnuolo. And the offense did some good things, especially it was off early, a few drops and just misconnections between Mahomes and Kelsey, but that got going a bit. And then Rasheed Rice had a big game, rookie receiver, second round pick, who's come on in the second half in a big way. And I think it'll come down to what defense can make stops, especially on third down, of course, and contain the quarterback scramble. Both Mahomes and Allen can make huge plays on third downs to keep drives moving. These two teams playing a close one during the regular season. 
was a massive win for Buffalo as they made the playoffs and ultimately got the two seed in the AFC and now get to play this game at home. You might remember the offsides against Kadarius Tony and Mahomes and Andy Reid did not handle that well at all after the game. So an interesting storyline to some extent. And one more thing we should keep in mind. I know Bills fans are bringing it up. Could certainly be a factor. We've seen how these big games and even like Super Bowls have gone with officiating playing too big of a role. Buffalo is 1-3 when Sean Hockley officiates their games this year. Received 40 penalties and 347 penalty yards in those games, so that's a lot. And let's just hope it doesn't make an impact on the game and we just see a straight-up contest. I know I didn't think it was that bad, but people complain about the Chiefs getting calls last week against the Dolphins in that well below freezing last Saturday night. The hold Justin Houston was held for Miami on the roughing the passer call. The roughing the passer was the correct call probably, but Houston was also held on that play and wasn't called. And that's something to watch. Even those little penalties like holding, I think the Bills should have the advantage off the edge with all the guys they can bring. So we'll see how much this crew allows the Chiefs to hold and how they call things. Because I know a lot of fans are going to be watching very closely with Kansas City almost becoming as close as we have right now maybe to villains in the league in terms of general fans. A lot of fans do want to see them lose, it seems. But two great organizations should be fun to end the divisional round and and maybe the best weekend of the NFL season with the ability to make the final four teams remaining and one step away from the Super Bowl on the line. So it should be fun. Every game, hopefully a close one. Entertaining. Last week, too many blowouts. I think everyone can agree. So enjoy. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back next week.